Sarah Cooper, I have been looking forward to this for mm, probably six months. <laughs> Greeting you here on stage, and uh, boy, you had me worried the last couple of days. <laughs> Why would you worry? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see you make it, and make it in good shape. Oh, I wasn't worried about making it. The good shape was a question. But... <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew I was going to make it. Looks like you had a really fun crew and actually a fairly fun time for most of the way. You went out really fast. You were in the top four for quite a while. Yeah, it started out pretty good. Um, didn't really get a break with the weather at all, though we had a headwind for, uh, it seemed like, half the race <laughs> or more. Um, and it just it tore apart my neck and shoulders. And so by the end of Colorado, I couldn't ride my air bars anymore. So, That's um, soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I rode Eddie Merckx pretty much the whole way. <laughs> and then uh, um, I got caught by um, Tomas, mm -hmm. and uh, he asked me why why he was catching me, because he'd been behind me for all the race, and I told him, I said, yeah, I've been sitting up, I can't, I can't ride my air bars anymore, so he gave me a, a stem, and uh, got, got me to the finish line. Wow, that's been, I mean, that's one of the beauties of this sport is just how, I mean, we're racing against each other, but always want to help each other out. Yeah, super nice guy. Just uh, insisted that I take it, and so my crew put it on one of my other bikes, and yeah, that's what I rode to the finish line. I rode my gravel bike for most of the second half of the race. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I mean, how tough to come out of the mountains, get ready to get on your aero bars, start going faster, and all of a sudden you find yourself in the Eddie Merckx position, and uh, yeah, big change in plans. Yeah, no, it sucked. Pretty much my race just became survival mode at that point, so, yeah, you know, it's kind of a rough thing to realize in uh, Colorado that you're in survival mode, but uh, yeah, that's what, that's what we did. So how'd you deal with that mentally? Did you have to, sh I mean, you continued to race. I know that never went out of your mind, but at the same time, you were looking at yourself a little differently. Oh, yeah, I just gave up on any kind of hopes of record time or good finish time. It just became about finishing and doing the best that I could. But, yeah, there was never any question that I'd hang it up or give up. I just do what I had to do to get the finish line. Once, yep. Lee, Lee Mitchell, <laughs> back in 95, when I finished Ram, I was complaining to Lee Mitchell about going too slow, and he really spanked me and said, do you know how few people actually finish this race? You should be proud. Oh, I am proud. It was brutal, just from start to finish. I, I can't even tell you. There's there's never any respite out there. It was um, crazy weather, crazy storms, wild animals. Um, I had bats running into my helmet. This I mean, it's just crazy stuff, and then bats in the helmet was probably Laurel. No, no, no they were like real, real big bats. They were real. Yeah, they were real. Yeah, it was too early in the race to be hallucinating, but you know. And then I put on edema, which I carried for pretty much the entire race, and had lung problems, lung infection. It was just one thing after another. So it's like, okay, I guess this is just going to be a survival thing, and. <laughs> but the great thing is, no matter what uh, you had to deal with, you and your crew dealt with it, and you dealt with it successfully. Yeah, my crew is fantastic. I, I, I really, I just, I don't think I could top this race ever. You know, people say, oh, we'll be back next year. I don't think so. I don't think I can top this experience at all. It was fantastic. The crew were great. We all got along. Um, you know, every hardship that came up, we had a solution for it. And it was just, it was amazing. It's amazing and fantastic, so I'm happy with it. What was the lowest of low points for you during the race? 
Um, probably that stupid tropical storm we rode through on Thursday and Friday. That's just wrong. <laughs> it, was so, it was so cold, you know, and I, I was asking Joe, like, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> just, you know, and freezing cold, every, every bit of rain clothing I had, we used, and so everything was soaked, and it was just... Yeah, it was brutal. And then to know he... The beauty is, though, you get a moving shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought of it that way, did you? <laughs> no, honestly, I didn't think of it that way, but, you know, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have <laughs> no, at, the, at the time, it just sucked. It was like Trans-Iowa. It's like, okay, this is it. You know, I went from uh, thinking of, of this as, you know... A, a road race to okay, it's Trans Iowa across America. <laughs> Bring on the candy bars! I think I ate four candy bars an hour for like the rest of the race. Now Trans Iowa, incredibly difficult. Uh, that had to help you as far as mental strength and dealing with the problems with ramp. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean the weather stuff. I've got I've got a good handle on most of the gear and stuff I need for that. So yeah, it was just. It's like, how long is this going to suck? Because <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> but, um, you know, fortunately, it, it, it did dry out, and the next day was actually nice. So, um, you know, the day that I was supposed to tackle the, the Four Sisters was the first nice, really nice day to ride that we had. So I skipped my sleep break and just powered through that whole section, and it was great. And was that actually a high point for you? You rode that section really well. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. Um, you know, with it being all climbing, my inability to be an aero didn't matter a bit. So just hammered that thing out and had a good time doing it and felt good the whole time. And um, yeah, it was it was actually a high point instead of uh, a difficult portion of the race for me. Feelings when you got to the Rams head, uh, thinking, oh my gosh, I could have done this, this, and this to go faster. Uh, elation, relief. What was it? Um, no, I really haven't second-guessed anything that I've done so far. I'm sure I'll take a look at things and um, think about it and dwell on some things. But, no, I'm pretty satisfied with the whole race in general. Um, and just getting to the Rams head was like, well, I mean, you've ridden that. It's like, God, is this ever going to end? <laughs> it's such a long section to get to that. Um, so I'm just so happy to be here and um, relieved to have finished and, and be done. You know, I'd, I'd really like to leave you with a moment from the finished stage. I want to leave my fingerprints in your edema. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I sign my name? Okay, done. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> 
I don't. <laughs> a big guy. <laughs> we talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to <laughs> go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast, 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 Acast recommends. recommends.